about this? What gorilla? is that? This happens to be the real championship belt. That's not Hogan's belt, Brain. I know the champ's belt when I see it. You're right. Comparing this belt to Hulk Hogan's belt would be like comparing ice cream to horse manure. Comparing the men that wear these belts would also be like comparing ice cream to horse manure. You see, the man that owns this belt is right now under contract to another organization. But in the very near future, he might be coming to the World Wrestling Federation. The man is also a very long, dear, personal friend of mine. Does the guy have a name? Yes, he has a name. This man not only has challenged Hogan on numerous occasions, unanswered, may I add, but you want to compare him, fine. Then let's compare Hulk Hogan to Rick Flair. Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW, and you are listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil J and that pain in the ass, Choppy. Your shows, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant and Remember, what this network wants, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live from Shaolin, Staten Island. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast on Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network and Dark Satellite Media. Causing all this, right? What's causing all this? They want to know what's causing all this. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks, <laughs> episode yeah. four hundred and thirty-five. Bitches, how's everybody doing? Very good. Uh, yeah. I guess we could say it now. If it's been a couple months, but we're live. We're live, pal. We're live we're on the live, rant. Pal. We're ranting on radio, ranting team media, talking about the Shining Wizards Network, talking about Dark Satellite Media. I am Phil. I'm Jay, and I'm that pain in the ass. Hammer? 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just read your cue cards right, okay? Yeah, you, you're not Jay. You're not me. <laughs> All right. How's everybody doing? Uh, chat room's already live and direct. Rob Domingo. Let's play Rob's music. Rob has music. There we go. Let's, uh, haven't heard have, this. We haven't played music in a while, man. Oh, Shining Wizards, Edward Jackson's in the room, Mott Spock. Rob's like, where's Phil's Nightmare family jacket? (laughs) Still at the store, asshole. (laughs) I ain't buying that trash. I heard Jay's parents packed his lunch like Jameson. They wrapped the sandwich (laughs) in a map so he would go somewhere else. (laughs) Matt Squires. Oh, Squires. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. We do exist. We do exist at night. Um... Anyway, so yeah, man, this is it's a very special night for us. Yeah, um, it's, it, it, listen, um, you know, arguably the uh, the best uh, Royal Rumble of uh, of all time. I don't think it's an argument though, but we'll get. In, <laughs> I, we'll, I think it is, but we'll, we'll get it. We'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get into it. But um, it's, it calls for a special occasion. It is. It's. It. I mean, we've been talking about it for like at least a year or two that we're going to do celebrate it. Yeah. And um, I we I mean we've covered the event already. I think Choppy's first year on the show we did, mm-hmm. um, but that because it's but it's but it's so iconic. The anniversary, it yeah. really it really is iconic. F- and uh, yeah, I know it, it's just like I'm. It's gonna be it's 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 as good as I remember. The undercard to me. Well, we'll, we'll get into it later. But the undercard is <laughs> That was a lot of debate before we turned the, the, the stuff on. Hammer and I were having dinner, and we just talked about how we enjoyed the opening match. Jay walks in the house. The first fucking thing he says after he, after he stuffs his facho pizza. Boy, did that undercard suck. That undercard sucked. <laughs> and me and me, my Hammer and I were like, what? <laughs> you know? It most certainly did. You're out of your skull. I'd I'd almost rather see the fucking dark match, Brooklyn Brawler against Chris Chavez, Chavez, whatever it, his name is, Tatanka. It's Tatanka. Yeah, I'd rather I, almost almost rather see I don't that. Mean, it's it's no, be, it's definitely the best match. commentator pay per view. Thank oh, you, Matt. I down. said the same thing. Hands down. I'll, I'll talk about my favorite line of the whole thing when we uh, when we get into it. Um, I mean, you, you know what? Dude, I was telling the boys this too before. What you do hear a lot of, um, in the. Uh, in this pay-per-view is Will you stop? Will you, stop? <laughs> That's, you, you hear a lot of that. I did open with um, one of Bobby Heenan's many promos of him take, yeah. <laughs> carrying around the big goat belt before Flair even came up. Flair, and Flair tells the story very, very eloquently. He how he mailed the title day. He wouldn't give the title back to Jim Hurd, told him to go fuck himself. Yeah. Either give him back my $50,000 deposit or I'm keeping the belt. Jim Hurd said, fuck you. So did Flair. Flair calls Vince, yeah. mails the belt Two to the fucking to Vince, and then Bobby Heenan walks around with it for like a month. I think Flair made his debut in September of that year because I went to the Garden yes. November of that year yes, with, and he with was Uncle Brian, there. and we saw Flair and Hogan do the the, the house show circuit. Um, Orient Express theme is my new ringtone, baby. Yeah, very racist. Very, very racist. If we were rating uh, Oriental songs, but we're not. Inside joke. <laughs> Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Hammer's got the bell tonight. What's up, Tony C? Tony C's in the room from The Rant. You listen to Tony C every Tuesday uh, on The Rant, rantdmradio.com at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with himself, the boss man double A, and the silver one himself for totally fucking ruining Peacemaker for me. (laughs) Thanks, asshole. KG, you got to call in. We're going to open the, um, when we do the throwback, you're going to, I want you to chime in. Uh, I'm gonna open the Discord probably. We'll probably open the Discord to a few, but just um, message me your your gimmick and I'll uh, 
and I'll discord you in. Um, we had a whole we had a whole plan of doing this another way, but our surprise fucked everything up, <clears throat> and we wanted to have Kevin on too, and we didn't know if we were doing it or not. And then yeah, I it, it's just you know, oh, it's Cuzzy Rich in the room. Anybody see Richie? Anybody seen Richie? <laughs> um, yeah. So we, we're gonna open. Actually, we should just open up the. Uh, we might open up the the, uh, the Discord to everybody yeah. on um on the throwback, so we can get everybody's opinions, and we'll have like a little little forum gimmick <laughs> going on. But um, we have some. We do have some current stuff that we want to talk about. Yeah, it's a uh, especially today. There's a lot of uh, oh, yeah. eye popping news. And once I read the story about um Bubba Ray and. And uh, Moxley, I instantly thought of Phil because I was just like, two people that he really dislikes <laughs> in the middle of a news story. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so to paint the picture, it, you know, Moxley comes back on Wednesday. No, hold on. Kev, you didn't get bumped. I f- we didn't even know if we were doing the show today. Yeah. So I didn't want to get anybody excited. I did a whole invite thing this week, and we didn't know if we were going to do the show. And I was surprised supposed to come bumped. in this week and fuck that up. Definitely so. wouldn't get bumped, Kev. No, you wouldn't get bumped. I mean, you, you could take a couple of bumps and, you know. Had a couple of cocktails, but <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay. Go ahead. You finished? We, uh, yeah. So they, you know, Moxley comes back on Wednesday and uh, fiery promo. Um, dying to know whatever that fan said, you know, that that got him kicked out and, and Moxley had to say something. You go fuck yourself. <clears throat> you know, to me, I, I don't know. I question that anyway, but, um, but it was an absolute great promo and. Bully Ray, I, if it was today or yesterday, whatever the case may be, was talking about uh, how an accountability thing where he should have apologized t- to to whomever, I don't know, um, but he was saying that that's what was missing from his promo. In all fairness, and, I'm, and I can't believe I'm sticking up for Moxley, but in all fairness, who does he have to apologize to? He didn't do anything wrong. He he was gonna he was drinking himself to an oblivion. Yeah. He just had a kid. He has a hot ass wife at home he doesn't want to lose. Yeah. Um and they relocated to the other coast of the world and he needed to clean himself up. You I, know? I I, I I was thinking the same exact thing. I, I said in my in myself, I was like, who was he apologizing to? Like I get I get what Bully Ray's saying. Maybe maybe like in a sense in a perfect world, like you, you can have a backstage meeting, yeah, and and just have Moxley go, hey, listen, guys, you know, sorry for what I had to do. Uh, I'm not an expert in recovery, but I know that's part of recovery is is asking for forgiveness. Um, I'd like to think that if it was an issue, he would have done. It. I'm sure, you know, it wasn't that decision of him going to rehab wasn't a easy decision it's it's definitely made heavily so like i don't know uh bully ready to say that i that's kind of i you know i think that's wrong on his part and he's a fucking cancer <laughs> he, he really just, is a he's a cancer i i yeah well. you know and and i love listen i love lagreca he's a friend of the he's a friend of our network he's a friend of the wizards you know like i love lagreca he's a bit of a homer though in certain aspects but like Bully Ray is trying to play this fucking heel on the radio, and it's like, stop, dude. We all know it's a work. Yeah. We all know the business is not what it was. Kayfabe's been dead for about I don't know twenty years now. <laughs> all right. Shut the fuck up. No one likes you. Okay. And you know you've had your time. You you did your thing, and now you you 
transitioned into this other career, which you have a great radio voice for because I'm biased. You're from New York. Yeah. And uh, I like that. I, I like that gimmick. But, when you know, I knew I didn't like him when he started rocking the New York hardcore gear oh, and the 5150 oh, shit. Like, oh. there's absolutely nothing hardcore about him except for his, his fucking tables and ladders and chairs matches. Disagree. The, no, the New York hardcore scene does not look anything like the way he dressed, first of all. And why did HBK apologize for anything? I, uh, I exactly. But my, my whole thing is, when did HBK? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 he didn't. But, but the thing is, as as awful as as Moxley is, he doesn't owe anybody anything. I, yeah, and, I. That's that's what it comes down to to me. Like if if once again we don't know what happened behind closed doors. Like if he owes anybody an apology, he doesn't owe the fans. He owes his an wife apology. an apology. Yeah. He owes his newborn kid an apology. Hey, I, I before you get before you realize who who I am, yeah. I, f- I fucked up. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be a grown up and clean my shit up and then take care of business. He doesn't. I you know him him going to rehab and him straightening out is the apology. Like and in, in, in my eyes, uh, and like I said. We don't know what happened behind closed doors. He might have said something behind closed doors. Like he might have had a, you know, AEW's got a close locker room. He might have he might have apologized back there. If he if he was going to apologize, that's where you would do it. Um, but on on, uh, you know, on camera, no. I and I get the idea of blurring the line between work and shoot, but he doesn't owe anybody apology. I agree. It, that was the icing of of the shit show cake today. Like between <laughs> Meatloaf dying, oh I know. Shout out Louis, to us. Louis Anderson dying, and then like I get, I have to I had to get glasses today. Oh, I didn't see them. No, because they're they're being made. I oh. have a I, there's a picture online. I put it. I posted. Oh. So I went to the doctor last week. Old I told man. you guys. And I ha- yeah, exactly. And I have to get glasses to read and glasses to drive at night. So and I don't normally drive it anyway. Normally, but. But the, 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 it was a, like a package deal. Uh-huh. That, my mom hit me to this place that she goes to in Queens in their franchise. So there's one on Highland Boulevard. So I went over there today. And besides it being fucking 12 degrees outside, I fucking schlepped it out there after the barbershop. And I was like, I, you know, I, I haven't. I, and I, I was telling Jadis a couple of months ago, and I was telling Michael this too, actually. I said, I never had a problem with getting old. Never had a problem because I never felt old. I always acted young. I always did young things. And I always fucking kept myself in that mindset. But then I had a couple of medical issues, and now I have to wear glasses. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. <sighs> oh, and man. It, and everybody's like, oh, you know, you should. My glasses fell off. Thank you very much. <laughs> my eyes is going crazy. Yeah, it started at work, like, right before the year's end. I, st- I, was, I have three screens, and, and my, you know, I bring my, my MacBook to work, too, to work on shit for the show and to watch TV um, when I'm not working. And I have three s- computer screens I have to work with. And each, it, it, whether I'm upstairs dispatching or I'm downstairs call receiving, and I couldn't focus. I'm staring at the fucking screen and I can't focus. My my yeah. eyes are blurry, mm-hmm. and I'm like, and I have to like almost like when you wake up and you have to rub your eyes. That's what I was doing. So um, Steph was like, "I got a guy. Go see my guy. I go I see. Got a guy. I got a guy over here. I'm over here now, right? Because I got a guy. So I go see her guy, and the guy was like, "Yeah, you know, you're not that much younger than me.'" And it's it's about to happen. You need you need sometimes you need some help. And I'm like, I don't you need some help. I was <laughs> what's next, bro? Viagra? Like I can still get I can still get it up, you know? But um yeah, so and I, I know it's not a big deal to most people, but I ha- I have I'm having a hard time with it. Um 
man, I think you got heat with Clapton. There's nothing to compare my heat with Meatloaf. Mott Spock, you hate Meatloaf? Oh, if he hates Meatloaf, that's... I, that's, that's uh, get him out of here. Get him out of here. Yeah, that's... Ooh. Do your glasses come with the clapper? No. I wish they they come with the... Uh, comes with the life help. Well, yeah, I'm falling, yeah. and I can't get up. Help is on the way, Mrs. Fletcher. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man, you know what? I, I don't... I don't know. It's been... It's I don't know. So we'll, you'll see me next week. Hope you know, the week after with some with some glasses. You're Spectacles. Old. I like fucking it. Fucking Hamlet. Put in the chat room. You're old. <laughs> <laughs> he has to sleep tonight. So, yeah, go to, go to sleep, buddy. Oh, yeah. so, man. Yeah, exactly. Go to sleep, buddy. Love you. Yeah, huh? <laughs> but uh, you going to see Aladdin tomorrow again, huh? Uh, third time's a charm. You saw it two, You saw it once without me already. You saw it once with me. Then I went with Dad. And you went with Dad. So nice. It's three times. Yeah. It's a good show. I'm sorry, Jay. You were saying? No, I was about to say that. That's that was something that with with the bully ray. To me, just at the end of the day, it sounds like Bubba's going into business for himself. Fuck him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, fuck him and his microphone that he wrote in on. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what it sounds like to me. Uh, so, but uh, you know, I don't know. I love this promo. I love Moxley's promo. I Every, think, a lot of people did. I think it was better than fucking Cody's. Cody's was terrible. I, dis- I disagree. I disagree. MJF had the best promo of the night, by oh, the way. Oh, without a doubt. That goes without saying. Just putting that out there. But Cody's promo wasn't bad. Cody, to his credit, the crowd was against him, and he f- and he got him. I think he got him back. You think so? I think that's what I. That's how Nick I German heard it. was ringside. I'm gonna have Nick German call in. Nick German was ringside, and Kaz took his bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm blaming Cody. Yeah. Speaking of guys, we should do uh, Sacrifice. We're not doing amazing. Sacrifice 2008 with fucking Samoa. This kid thought about Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle from almost, uh, <laughs> you were one years old when that happened. Yeah. Um, nah, man, you know what? Uh, I didn't, I, I just, Cody's just, he's not a bad wrestler. He's just not appealing to me I thought, at all. I see, at I, all. That promo for me, it, it, it saved it a little bit. I, I was like, okay. He, I, to me, the crowd was against him, and he got him back with the fire, the passion. I enjoyed what he did, and he put everybody over. That you know, he didn't go into business for himself. You know, once again, blurring the lines between work and shoot, which I, you know, I don't know. I'm kind of getting done with that personally, but that's just that's just me. But uh, I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. I disagree. I I thought it was, MJS promo was the best. Happy birthday, Wolo. By the way, you fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, CM Punk, Sean Spears, 30 seconds. I ain't getting back. Punk has yet to impress me in the ring since he's been back. Yeah. Has yet to. Am I, am I lying? Or, no, you're not lying at all. I, all right. Jay, you think he's been. I think he's lived up to to his expectations, yes. He's, I, he's I don't care gone. about his expectations. Well, like, yeah, I'm the fan. I'm, I, I agree. You know, you I know, agree. We, we buy the t-shirts. We go to the matches. I, In, you know. Inside the ring, the idea of CM Punk is you want him to build the angle inside the ring. Like the match against Eddie Kingston was good. Beef, like beefcake, was, beefcake looking like a fucking <laughs> the bass player for yeah. fucking for winger. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh. The the match against Eddie Kingston was great. I I love that match. It was good. It wasn't I, you know, great. What I but the pay per view match you're talking about. Yeah, we, the pay per view. We, we watched match. that. We watched that. Um I didn't see the Wardlow match. Uh it was all right. I, he, he helped Wardlow along. He did, 
Uh, what I didn't like about it, and what I read was that he took about ninety-five percent of the fucking offense, and then he wins at the end. It was a terrible. It was a terrible, terrible, terrible <sighs> fucking match. I'm not saying he loses, but you know, maybe you book it a little bit better. Whatever. But how do you take eight power bombs from a seven-foot chooch? Yeah, and then win the match with a roll-up. He literally yeah. power bomb punk eight. T- did you see it? He power bomb punk eight times. Power bombed him, not just like no. He the dude's like almost seven feet tall, yeah. And he power bombs one hundred ninety five pound CM Punk, okay, eight times, and then Punk rolls him up for a win. <laughs> I, I you know, he can't move though. Yeah, he was semi dead for like eight minutes of the match, yeah. and then he gets fucked. Get the fuck get out what, of here. So dead. then, so then, what is so then what what hasn't he, what hasn't he delivered? Is, would be the question. What have it's it's his. Oh wait, hold on. Let me inter- let me interrupt. What what did you expect him to deliver? Is the more important question. I wanted him to be the same punk that he was seven years ago, but he's and he's not. Well, he yeah, got old. Just Ring, like no, it's ring speed. It's it. I mean, his promo is always amazing. Uh, his, his ring speed, chuchaluch. That's right, Rob. Yeah. It, you know, it's uh the ring speed. It's it's the the the, the pace of these matches. Like it's just it's not him. It doesn't feel like him. Ah, see, I dis- I disagree. Okay. I disagree because I don't know, man. Like CM Punk, let's just let's just go 2012, 2011. He was having great matches. Like they were great matches, but compare them to 06, 05 ROH matches. You couldn't touch ROH. It's a different speed, though. It was a different, a different speed, kind of but and that's what I'm not... saying. But and mm. and that's what and that's where I'm getting to is that the idea of CM Punk ever coming back. It was put a microphone in his hand, wrestling his second. That's how I've always viewed him, especially especially in 2000 when he did the pipe bomb promo, which was the one thing I did not like about Cody's Cody Rhodes's promo was that he started Cody's off thing, yeah. with. The pipe bomb thing and, and alluding to that and like bro you're not that's apples and fucking grapes <clears throat> to me. Can we say hello to Shaylin? Well, there no. she is. It took you long enough. No, I'm joking. I'm joking, baby. Hold on. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Finish your point. But Jeff. but the idea when when we knew that CM Punk was coming back, I just go wrestling is second. Uh, any any stretch of the word, wrestling is second. Not to with me. this locker room, dude. Not with this lot. You got you got super. You got a lot of good people back there that he's got to work with. Yeah, but like he, I mean, granted, this past weekend he had the match with Sean Spears, which that made sense though, because he's got he's got to get the MJF. It made sense, but it was it was a shit match. It was a shit match. I got it. I got you it. You should have been a better match. That's so. Then now we're talking about booking. The beefcake is terrible, but. I don't know, man. Like, I I disagree. I I think he's delivered. I think he, maybe my expectations were were lower because, like you said, seven years away. But I don't know. I think with him, uh, Brian Danielson, I think they're doing great stuff over there. Let's ask the residency in Punk Mark. Yeah, who dressed up as him for Halloween? Oh God! Don't listen. There's nothing wrong with that. What do you think? Oh, he's stuffing his fucking fotch with he's food. He's stuffing his face. But and, and that's what I'm saying. I, I, I think what I'm trying to say is ultimately is, yeah, he's he slowed down, but, you know, Jericho is slowed down too. Like, if if you... if you, But Jericho's done a better job of disguising it. 
That, that, maybe, that, that's maybe, fair. Maybe, maybe that's, that's fair. the better way to look that's at fair. it. That's fair. That's fair. Maybe that's like, the better way to put it. You know what? Matt Squire said it's best. There's no mystique behind Punk. Yes. Well, you get some you get some mystique with Jericho. Does yeah. that make okay? Okay, so now I see I see your point. As uh Jim Duggan's fighting one of the Beverly brothers. Oh Jesus. Enos, it looks like. Mike Enos, Wayne the Train Bloom. We're watching Saturday night's main event from the event from after the Raw Rumble of ninety two, which will be our throwback next week. We're not gonna we're breaking the cafe, but just keep something on in the background anyway. Um have you seen enough of punk to make an, make a Yeah. Yeah, you sound thrilled. No, seriously. <laughs> um, you saw him live too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I gotta agree with both. Like with like the whole wrestling second, put him on the mic. His wrestling isn't that good now. Yeah. Like it's, <sighs> it's 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 not. I, and I think this is, this is gonna be, AEW's problem kind of going forward is the the bar is going to be thrown so high Mm -hmm. like think of think of AEW's best match last year like my opinion probably the Young Bucks against the Lucha Brothers the Steel Cage match I I fucking love that match I think that match was great you know in a 2021 sense you know but where do you go next you know, short of Ray Phoenix dislocating his elbow, you, th- there's nowhere to go next. The progression only can go so far. Almost, almost like the game of Pong. If it goes through the one one side, it's got to come back. It's got to come back around. I think, I think it slows down. I think Punk is still. You got to remember, he took seven years off. Tried yeah. a career change. Acted. MMA. Um. I think he's doing, I think above average. I, I, you know, I, but also to me, his wrestling was always, especially I'm talking about his WWE days because yeah, he had great match. He had great chemistry with 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 John Cena. Un, un, probably unmatchable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know, short of that, his matches with Jeff Hardy were great. You know, and these are guys. So now we're gonna, we're getting into an area of is he working with the right guys? Because that's the other side of it. I think obviously he's slowed down. Yeah. And I just think he's having trouble. Either he's trying to do too much, and that's where he's running into issues. His matches haven't been clunk clunky. Well, I mean the Darby one, he was trying to catch up. Darby yes. was too fast. Yes. But that's but that's like you said, you're talking twenty years of difference of, of, of age perhaps. Yeah. Gordon checking in. Gordon said and good point by Gordon, by the way. Oh Wardlow should have been the last member of the pinnacle for Punk to go oh, through. Oh yes. Far none. Yeah. Good Bar point. None. Good point, Gordon. And it should yes. have been booked differently. Yeah. I, I I'm glad that they saved the the D- DQ finish. You know, 'cause AEW thankfully does not do a lot of DQ finishes. But mm. You know, it should have been a consideration for the Wardlow, you know, CM Punk match. It, it should have been a consideration. What's up, Mike Miller? Yeah, we're live, pal. We're live, pal. Not many, not many times anymore, but we're live. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Jay. But uh, to me, you know, I think he's delivered. I, I think when when the rubber meets the road, I'm I'm very I <laughs> I'm very happy. By the way, I got a funny story with when with, the rubber meets yeah. the road. Tabor loves the Queen loves when I fucking come up with these sayings. 
something happened the other day. I did. I actually did something right. I was like, hey, you know Shocking. what happens? The, the the sun shines on a dog's ass every now and then. I use yeah. I say that all the time. She goes, where I, do you come up with this? I use that all the time. Yeah. I use it at work all the time. Yeah. But uh, I think I think he's delivered. I think um, he's matched the excitement. The excitement's there for me. Um, the only thing that's going to be next for me is after the he, – he's got to lose to MJF. MJF has to win. I think we can all agree with that. MJF has to win. Because somebody somebody has to beat Punk, and it has to be meaningful. I think MJF is the perfect way to do it, and then he can kind of scoot along. I think he needs to be he needs to get stuck into that title shot. Title uh, absolutely, scene. that's mm-hmm. where it's got to go. Once once our boy Hangman's done with uh, Lance Archer, mm-hmm. which is going to be fantastic, by yeah, the way. Can't wait. Um, I think MJF MJF is the next heel, big heel in line for that championship. Unless uh, the American Dragon flips and goes heel, which I I don't. He was like, dancing on the line. I don't like him as a heel. I never did. Not right away. Um, but yeah, I don't. Again, it's it's this is MJF's show. Yeah. Soon, soon. Yeah, he he's destined for greatness, and he's going to the Fed in twenty twenty four. Ah, that's yeah. funny. I I well, I mean, he's young enough to make all these decisions. So I mean, yeah. if he if he yeah. if he, if he, if he um, exercises all of his demons in AEW, and he gets to the pinnacle, no point intended, <laughs> a gazillion amount of times. Or he ex- exhausts all of his accomplishments, accolades, if you want to call him that. Then I feel like he can do something like that and go to the E. And and then it depends on where the E is at that point. Where <sighs> where it's it. Listen, Vince after after dead. after this week's fucking the tomfoolery and monkey fuckery. That they that that ex- that existed on NXT. Oh. I have zero. Z- I I am so. I I told everybody today on the video. I'm very excited about the Rumble, um, and I'm very. I'm always and I'm and I'm so, uh, optimistic. My my glass is always half full when it comes to the Rumble. Always, that's one of my favorite times of the year, and it sets me up for WrestleMania season. But what in the in the in the in <laughs> let's the just go Sam, right there. in the Sam H E double hockey sticks is going on. Let's just go right there. You know, so there was a trademark uh, applied for a German Nazi U boat commander. Oh boy! Right. Well, I, I I mean, if you look up the now, no one, someone looked it up, and you know, no one knows who this dude was beforehand. Someone looked it up and posted it. And then it became the the most viral thing on the internet this week. Let me just, you know me and my my theories. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> okay, I Jeff. I do believe, I do believe, there is a chance. What they applied for the trademark was the name Gunther Stark. Not Gunther Stark. Matt Squires. It's a known fact. Nazis equal heat. Heat! <laughs> 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 Ring the bell. <laughs> Without a doubt. Um, so to me, it could have, I think it's just a, a wild, possibly, let's just go with that. Possibly a wild, um, you know, coincidence that it's just the same name. What's bizarre to me What's what's bizarre to me about this is Vince McMahon's in the business of chopping fucking names. 
That's what Choppy said today yeah. on, on social media. Mm-hmm. And like we're, we're, he's in the business of shortening names. And you have this fucking powerhouse. This guy, all you have to do is ring the fucking bell, put him in the ring. He's over. Mike says, Mike Miller, by the way, Trophy Horse Podcast, if you're a gamer, Mike's your man. Cheap plug, ring the bell. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I think it's an unfortunate coincidence. I think so, too. I think so, too. However, yeah. however, how are you not looking into that? Like, well, when move, listen, when movies, when, when movie directors and writers write scripts and they pick out names for people, right, um... I guarantee you there's someone researching these names because or making them up as we go along, like Axel Foley, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I yeah. think it's I think it's you easier know. than you think because it, 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 it might but now but now in this day and age where you can go Gunther Stark on Google I and I, I don't have to go to the card catalog at the fucking Great Kills Library. What was it a year ago? What was it a year ago? The Cleveland Indians? They're now the Guardians. And they got sued? Because right, be, but that's stupid. But it's like so. It's, but, but they, it but you know what happen. though? They, they, but they knew, but they knew about the team name. They didn't. They because college sports do it all the time. College sports, they have the same name for the Cougars, the Wolfpack, the Panthers. There's a Panthers in, in NCAA. There's a Panthers in the NFL. Yeah. That 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 doesn't that. I'm I'm not that's that's not yeah but I'm just saying that if you're if you're the Cleveland team you should just go oh this may be an issue like and yeah like you said no, maybe somebody's not looking it up they did Dungeon Doom did call that match the ultimate solution but it was called the final solution again like it's just it could be either shitty coincidences or it could be people just not doing their fucking homework when you have a team of people all you do is write shit. <laughs> All you do is write these horrible stories in these mm. names. This is not 1987 where it's Vince's fucking pool and it's Lanza, Mulligan, and fucking yes. and 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 Pat Patterson in a fucking speedo writing the fucking Royal Rumble. Right. Okay. That's right. It's not. It's do you have a do you have a team of writers and producers and people behind the scenes? You mean to tell me no one said, "Hey, uh." Writer, because you don't know who the fucking people are. You don't even, people who write for WWE don't even know who the fucking people are. So, yeah, people who are no fired. Yeah, so no one said, "Hey, look, go go look this name up. Make sure it doesn't mean anything. Make sure it's not a fucking, you know." And and the dude's Aust- and top top it all off. The the dude is Austrian descent. Yeah. Okay, Walter, and his tag team partner is not only fucking Jewish, but lost half his fucking family in the Holocaust. Yeah, Marcel Bartel. So are, are you see are you fucking serious right now? But how about did you see the tweet with Kyle O'Reilly who apparently 2 years ago tweeted out uh, like he said that he looked like a Southpaw character and used the name Gunther Stark. <laughs> like and it's like so to me somebody is either remembered that tweet perhaps or like you said, it's just dumb fucking luck. It, 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 yeah, Mike. Mike said it's an unfortunate coincidence, and I and it probably is, but it's not a good as as they say in the street. Yo, man, it ain't a good look. It's not a good look. But 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 the problem at hand is too is is the bigger one. Like like Choppy said too online is that you're in the business of shortening names. Right. We've shortened every fucking name. This dude is a he he sells himself. He's Walter. The ring general. Yeah. 
it it oozes fucking it oozes greatness. It's a fucking he's one of the best characters that Vince didn't make. Yes. And he is fucking and, awesome. And that is the reason why he's changing the name. Well, he should he needs to take it on a fucking hop somewhere, man, and take a long walk off a short pier because yeah. he's just it's it's listen. If you know, a mechanic will tell you or anybody who fixes things for a living, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? It's a very cliche. To be fair, you can Google anything to find a jack wagon that has some something that does something horrible. Again, and Phil Dennett checking in from the UK. Hey, it's late there, Philly. How are you, brother? I miss you. If you're registering a trademark, you Google it first to someone else, see if someone else is using it. No? I, I would say, Philly, I would say that that's what you would that, do. That guy's been dead for a long time. But so I'm he's just not saying exactly he's a fucking it. Nazi U-boat captain <laughs> war criminal. <laughs> it's like, if listen, World War II, there's so many public documents about that war. I mean, I just watched a six-hour documentary, hour, I mean, one hour a day, of, of Adolf Hitler mm-hmm. and his strategy on how he went from a dumb art school uh, autistic kid in Austria to a fuck to the fucking almost leading the uh, you know taking over the world, um, and how he did it by public speaking, but that's another here or there. He, it's 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 common sense, man. It's not it's not a good look. No, it's not. Do the fucking due diligence. You have people in the back that that's all you do, man. That's all you do is fucking is right shit. Well, it's dumb shit because if you watch Raw, it's like it's painful yeah. to watch, right? True. But you got three, and you have. Five hours of television each week, not counting NXT, which is seven hours of television, okay? And it's, you mean to tell me there's no one in that seven-hour stretch that's sitting in the back with a fucking list of names going, oh. This may not work. I don't know. Walter. That's it. That's it. It's like Taz. Oh, my God. I just, it just dawned on me. Oh, here we go. It just dawned on me. Here we go. Get the bell ready. Oh, God. It just dawned on me. What? This is happening in NXT, right? It is. Triple H still got some people back there, right? Allegedly. Right? Triple H is trying to screw him over. Somebody somebody found it out. Paul goes, let it go, let it go, let it go. <laughs> oh, you mean like to hang himself? Like yep. The, oh, yep. okay. Uh, yeah. Yep. His, his manager's name is Eva Braun. Ring I'm telling bell. you. Ring that bell. I'm telling you. That's it. Triple H's man found it, and Triple H gave him the kibosh. Said, no, 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 no. Let 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 Vinnie Mac handle this one on his own. He wants to set himself up. Let this happen. They are putting bell symbols in the chat. <laughs> you know what? Hold on. Nah, How about that? Nah, nah. It just dawned on me. <laughs> I have something I gotta say. Give me three minutes. Uh, Thirty seconds. <laughs> but okay, terrific. They're in the back. Vince is like, all right. Ah, he's Austrian. Let me, let me see. Imperium. He's a general. Nazis. All right, all right. We can't call him Adolf. Someone look up a Nazi. Gunther. <laughs> take, a, take a German name. He's not even German. Yeah, he's not even German. It's Vince. He doesn't know any better. I'm just, I, I'm just fucking, I'm over it. You know, you, you're a cunt, Vince. Ah! What, you're a cunt? You're a cunt, Vince. That's it. That's it, Jay. I love how you think. You you sure we aren't related? Yeah. Fucking Mod Spock. Yeah, I'm telling you, think about it. All I know is that it's it's a it's a bad look, homie. It's a bad look. <laughs> Leave the fucking dude. If he, and listen, I've been screaming at him to come up. Walter, 
I've been come. I've been screaming for Walter to come up to the main roster for two years. Yeah, he can make a, he can make Yokozuna noise. When when <laughs> yeah. Yoko first came in, he was fucking not because of his size, because he can move for his size and he can work. The real thing is why even change the name? Right? Exactly. Well, that was my that was my point before. But like he has that impact. Walter Walter has that impact. I have the the Kyle O'Reilly tweet from December twenty sixth, two thousand nineteen. Uh, WWE on Fox said, uh, "Can we just have Walter Australian uh, chop Kyle O'Reilly for the for the entire match?" And Kyle O'Reilly replied, "says Now oh, that's assuming between now and then Gunther doesn't get distracted by a chocolate river fall into said river, said river, and then the Oompa Loompas do some weird German dance number." So, like, I think isn't Gunther from Augustus Gloom? Yes. So that's what he was. He was comparing him to the guy from Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka, but. It is coincidental that he that he said the name Gunther. So I bet you somebody, who knows? To me, I don't know. All of a sudden, it makes a little bit more sense. Triple H is like, one of his guys was like, Vince, I think. And then Triple H is like, no, 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 no. It's all right, it's all right. I'll tell him. I'll let him know. Finally. <laughs> what happened? What's so funny? What's so funny? What's so funny? <laughs> No, 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 don't worry about it. I missed it. Oh, we're getting cancelled. This is what Vince is watching in his office. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! This year they say there are eight yeah. pairs of boots standing heel to heel. Pairs of boots! Get that Nazi. You can't, sir, you can't say Nazi. Yeah. Paul. Paul! Where's Paul? Sir, sir, you fired Paul about two weeks ago. Yeah. Look at this guy. Look at him. Yeah. Look at that mustache. I'm harder than Chinese math. Yeah. I don't know. Like like I said, it's just, it, it's, it doesn't make sense, the idea of, of adding names when you've literally... Completely destroyed names: Cesaro, Big E, Rusev. Um, I know I'm forgetting a bunch of other people. Eric, Ivar. <laughs> yeah. Who are yeah, you? Yeah, you can't call them War Machine. Yeah, well, that was their name in the Indies. But I, but I, this is definitely this is definitely a way for Vince to profit off the name. That's all it is. That's exactly all it is. Listen, that's one T-shirt I'll never buy. It's a shame. No one wants a Gunther t-shirt. Nope. Okay. Should have been Walter. And Gunther is what fucking rappers call dumb big-ass girls in the hood. Is that the Ultimate Warrior wearing a fucking... Wearing That's a, the Ultimate Warrior air humping. Is it, it's Money Inc. versus set all the Ultimate Maniacs, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is right before... They're gonna uh, reintroduce Survivor Series when <laughs> Ultimate Warrior walks out for the. They're gonna time. reintroduce Doink and call him John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. 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 I love those WWE is... I, I read that this week. I I couldn't believe it. Vince has the whole Time Life World War II fucking gimmick I, 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 in his I, office. I seen that, and I was, tr- I was really... If you heard me last week, I was really defending to NXT 2.0. I was. I really went to the. To, to it's the, not. The defense. It's. It's because it's not a bad. It's. It's. It's not a bad look. I, I don't like the whole I fucking. Like I don't like the colors, but. 
I missed the whole uh, black and gold. But, I, but I, I like last week. I was so positive, and then as soon as I seen that, I was just like, "Well, that's it. I'm done now." Cause Bro <laughs> Anthony checking in, Brian Maiden checking in. Hello, my name is Walter. With Gunther crossed out, would be a good T-shirt. Yes, in, in my opinion. No, no, I just switch it. Hello, my name is Gunther. Yeah. Walter crossed off. Gunther. Das insane. Wetter ist nicht schneit. It's yeah. insane. It's insane. So, like I said, Unstragen in Deutschen and uh, the Mustafa Ali uh, stuff is. Yeah, he asks for his release, and they don't grant it to him. Everyone says no, and he says no, no, you friggin' ar- don't say it, yeah. don't say it, please Vince. don't say it. Yeah. Um. So apparently, he goes on Twitter and or whatever social media. He's like, I have a big announcement, but I can't make the announcement because I'm I, I, I'm asking for my release. They don't grant his release. Apparently he had words with Vince over, over his character. And on top of that, from what I read and from what I heard from people that are sort of on the inside of it, he's supposed to get a really big WrestleMania match against Kofi this year. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So that's another reason why they probably don't want to release him. because they. Probably, but he looks like a fucking stunt double for Seth Rollins. You know, he's got the fucking, he's got yeah. the long hair, the wet hair, the, the 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 facial hair. He's a little thinner than Seth. Flippy uh, boy. Yeah, and he he does all the fucking the, the high spots. Yeah, you know? but he but he's but like you you seen that you seen that promo that vignette with him with the he's on the stage with the podium and the new America type thing. I actually really enjoyed that promo, uh, and I think it's I think it could be interesting. It's it's a little. You know, for whatever reason, Vince and, and, and the powers that be have to do, lack of a better word, racially stereotypical stuff. Of course. Whatever reason, it, it, or at least it seems that way. Vince is stuck in the past. You know, the Japanese schoolgirl. Uh, That's another thing. You know. Um, That's another thing. But What are you doing, man? There's no one watching the store. Remember that, remember that, show, remember that movie by Jerry Lewis, Who's Minding the Store? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's just like, is no one paying fucking attention? It wasn't the right decision. Ring that bell. <laughs> Ring thy bell. Ring thy bell. I'm so upset I didn't How even do think of that. think of it? They better not change Kushida's gimmick. Yeah, they're gonna make him a fucking sushi chef. They're gonna, <laughs> and it's gonna be next. Yeah, He's gonna re- be. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. If we, if yeah, but I, it's, I don't it's get bad. it. It's 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 bad, and 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 it's not a good look. It's not a good look for 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 WWE. And like I said, I mean, you, you know, you were saying MJF twenty twenty four and WWE, the way it's going right now, at this past week, literally somebody threw an anchor out the boat because the fucking everything stopped. Hey, speaking of boats, you know what Pete Davidson did? Oh, I heard him and Colin Joe's bought the fucking. They bought the. They Staten just put, they just put the one of the Staten Island ferries, ferries out of commission, and they put it to pay. I ship. almost, I was, I he bought, he bought the boat, and they're gonna make a club out of it. Did they? Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. Did they say? Well, they, apparently they were. It was they were that selling it as awesome. is. It is awesome. They were selling it as is, which screams to me it has engine problems. Because I said that I, I not, said you, at the table kidding around. Right, but you're not moving it though. You're gonna dock it somewhere and make a fucking club out of it. Well, no, the idea is to make it move. That no. would that would be that would be me. Oh, you, I mean, but they got the money. That they, they, they they could probably put a new a engine in there. Club, yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway, but yeah. Good night, night Mike. Thanks for hanging out with us. Four a.m. comes early. Be safe. Be stay warm. If you're slinging that fucking basuda, um, and uh, listen to Trophy Horse. Uh, Microsoft big deal this week. Oh yeah. Yeah. So listen to Mike. I'm sure they have a lot to say about that in the next episode. Um, anyway, you were saying, uh, go ahead, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, yeah, but you said boat, so I'm just thinking about the boat, 
Yeah, like you said, to me, uh, you just uh, you uh, look at <laughs> you look at that and you just go. The last few weeks, WWE was building up momentum with the the Brock, which I'm still very interested in the Brock Bobby Lashley area, and and even even on the SmackDown side with Roman Reigns and Seth, like I'm actually kind of even interested in that, but for whatever reason, uh, you know, this has really put a huge fucking halt and in, in, in that in that buildup because goddamn, like. There is, uh, what is the need, what is the reason to change Walter's name when it's just clear clear as day you're doing it to profit off the name? That's all, I think that's all it is to me. And I don't know. I, I, I see that and I just go, thank God for AEW or thank God for the throwbacks. Because <laughs> thank God for because I Because I, I, I don't yeah. want to see it. I, I, I really don't want to watch it. You know, and like I said, I and especially I was, I was talking glowingly of 2.0 last week. 2.0 is not the issue. It's, it's not. It's, 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 the, it's the power. It's, right. It's, it's the management. It's, it's the fucking, it's, the, it, it's, it's a gimmick, but uh, dude, these new guys, I like Hayes. I like I yeah. like Von Wagner. I like fucking, uh, I like, I who like else do I like? I like, um, who's the other kid Grayson like? Waller is good. Grayson Waller I like. Tony D'Angelo, like all these guys Tony are D'Angelo, fucking, Pete all these Dunn. guys are good. Von all these Wagner guys are good. But yeah. what what you need to Von do, Gunther. Yeah, I know. What you need to do is, you you you, you got to get the you got to get the old man off the chair. <laughs> that's that's the only way around it. Put him in an electric chair. That's the only way around because he's 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 like I said, either either it's a self sabotaging wound, which you know I've said that too, but to me, it doesn't add up. It do, all this stuff does not add up to me. So. I was very un- I was very unhappy to see that this week. All right. So, uh, anything else? Because I have. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. No. No. Anything else on on it? Mm-hmm. Anything? So, uh, GCW is having their uh, show this weekend on Sunday. On at, at, uh, at yeah. the Hammerstein. I Hammer and I got invited. Um, I declined for several reasons. One, because I'm broke. Two, because I didn't want to sit upstairs with the animals. Um, <laughs> And sit down, Mark. Sit down, Marks. And three, I'm just not comfortable sitting with people right now with everything going on with the COVID spikes. And everybody I know is either had it or just to, just getting it now. I mean, the, the numbers have dropped a bit in our city and in Jersey. Mm-hmm. They dropped too. Tri-state area. But it's still like fucking... He just got over it. No and shit, I, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. want to take him to a fucking... To a, I mean, we went to... I, I took him to the, to the show in September in Jersey and I was still uneasy about that. I went to the fucking the tennis stadium show and I was uneasy about that. I was uneasy about the Philadelphia, the convention I was at. There's just too many fucking people. Um, I'm starting to get that that, and I and that's not me. You know that. Yeah. You know I live for live events and music and wrestling and and sports, right? Um, but it's a fantastic card. Yeah. Fantastic card. I know Gresham's fighting Blake Christian for the title for the RH Championship. Janela's tapping. Yeah, Janela's ta- oh, well, it's bull- 1992. Janela's fighting um Matt Cardona and uh <laughs> No, Janela's fighting Cardona? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought he was fighting Iffy. No, Ge- no, Janela Janela posted pictures of him and Chelsea Greenland like, oh, the way, the way Flair did Savage. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. They were on the poolside and everything. I yeah. did see that. Um there's a bunch of st- I mean it's it's yeah. A buddy Murphy's going to MLW. Yeah, I think he's but Buddy Matthews now. Buddy Matthews. Like buddy, don't call me Murphy Matthews. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, but it's a good. It's a good. I'm gonna probably. I'm gonna probably either. I'm gonna order it. I'm gonna try to bootleg it. But I'm probably gonna order it. I'm. Uh, well, we're almost next weekend, right? Yeah, so I might. Mm. I'm gonna be home Sunday night probably. So I'm gonna get that. And uh, I, like I said, it's it's one of those things where I, you know, oh, Sunny got a Sunny. Oh yeah. I saw Sunny on the first forty-eight. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, she she. I heard she posted something and it's did just, she? She said, "Don't believe everything you read." And it's just like, yeah, Sonny, I'm sorry, please, Sonny, please, so, uh, allegedly, don't die. Allegedly, they have um, they have police, which I'm, I would be dying to see the police footage. They have the dash cam footage of her don't, allegedly. Of course, you want to see that. You kind of want to see it. <laughs> you fucking nutbag. But I, I feel like I said, <laughs> I feel kind of bad, but I kind of want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> It's like one of those train crashes. They, you, you can't know, stop. Yeah, you, you know, know what? I, 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 it's, it's funny you say that. I'm obsessed with TikTok before I go to sleep. Oh, my, oh my new thing to help me sleep is I watch TikTok videos. Oh, God. There's one guy I watch. His name is Junk Wax Sal. All he does is open up old packs of sports cards, and if there's gum in it, he eats the gum. <laughs> and, and the gum is 30, 40 years old. Oh. Um, the guy's hysterical, right? And there's another guy. With a, he has a monkey. His name is Mojo. And and people just send Mojo gifts and he opens them. Mojo, did you, did you see the guy? I don't know if he's on TikTok, but he might be on. He's definitely on YouTube. Is uh, oh, I forget his name. He's a rapper, but he's from Coney Island, and he just no Nems, and he yeah, just yells at people. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, don't don't ever disrespect it's me. It's the greatest fucking thing don't I've ever, ever seen in my life. Don't ever disrespect me. <laughs> Looking like a beat up Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Let's let's let's. I'm gonna play. A, He's a like, don't you dare disrespect me. Looking like somebody you were big in the '80s and then it just fell right off. Yeah, Nems Nems just did something for the Knicks. Oh, he's the he's the greatest. He is, he's the mayor of Coney Island. He lives on Staten Island, by the way. Oh, he does. Yeah, he's from Coney Island. Um, he's the fucking greatest. Yeah, Bing. He did the whole Bing, Bing Bong, bong and yeah. he actually trademarked it, so we can't use it anymore. Good. Oh, we do, we're uh, going to get sued now. Yeah. Y'all don't ever disrespect me being down on your luck looking like a Puerto Rican Dilbert with a fake Montclair, you heard? <laughs> Bing bong. Y'all don't ever disrespect me with your belly button out in December, you heard? Don't ever disrespect me looking like a fiend Rod Stewart, you heard? <laughs> Y'all don't ever disrespect me with pilgrim shoes after Thanksgiving. Y'all don't ever disrespect me looking like Dana White, you heard? Y'all don't ever disrespect me looking like Elton John, you heard? That's amazing. Don't ever disrespect me looking like the polo bear, you heard? Disrespect me looking like a Mexican pastor, you heard? Caballero, don't ever disrespect me with that ponytail, papi. <laughs> Y'all don't ever disrespect me with dipset earrings in 2021, you heard? That's a star. Don't ever disrespect me like your clothes got fucked up in the dryer, you heard? <laughs> ever disrespect me like China Mac without hair, you heard? <laughs> <laughs> He's a, he, disrespect me like you put your leg in a cartoon, you heard? <laughs> disrespect me looking like Serena Williams. Disrespect me looking like Cruella DeVille in Coney Island, you heard? Kev, uh. don't ever disrespect me being gone in November, you heard? <laughs> Shout out to it's, Nims. It's, yo, it's the greatest thing. It's like... And like I, I seen it on YouTube. He does it. Like it he minute, yeah. They're like minute-long videos. Yeah, he just... he's His new album came out uh, late last year. Um, he, it's fantastic. I love his stuff. He's great, and he's actually got a great story too behind him. Where he's he's, he's self made. Yeah, he's, he's he done was, a lot of. I think he's done a. Lot he was in jail. Yeah. He was in jail. He started selling his own gear. He made he made a million dollars, over a million dollars, just selling his gear, the gorilla gear. And he takes uh, the gorilla G, and he makes uh, parodies out of like sports logos and stuff like that. Instead of saying like the Brooklyn Dodgers, it's like the Brooklyn Cop Dodgers. Yeah. You know, it's like it just he. It's so dope, and he's and he's he did stuff with Ill Bill and Vinnie Paz, and he's done he's done he did so he just did he's doing something with Fat Joe. Okay, Fat Joe had him on his show, and like I said, the Knicks he did something for the Knicks. He yeah. did a whole Bing Bong yeah, song. He's, he's so he's so yeah. So shout out to them. So entertaining. So I watch I watch him. I watch TikTok, and 
Um, yeah, but that's what I do. So I, I, I just um, and there's a lot of fucking wrestling marks on TikTok. There's a there was something going something happened this week in in the uh, in in the IWC. Uh, some guy started some shit on the internet and like it was insane what happened. It, they it blew up and but yeah, they, people start taking shit way too seriously. I uh, what? Which, go ahead. What's that? What, what, what was happening? He was this kid's name was Heal something. And I, something ha- I don't know what happened, but everybody kept commenting on what this kid did. Um, and there's a couple of guys I follow po- politically, um, but you got to see. Uh, and I just I got approached by uh, Dylan the other day. Shout out to him, Dylan. He, he wants to, he wants to he wants to come on the show. I was like, you know, you're gonna have to watch a throwback. He's, uh. like, he's like, yeah, I think I would. He's because he's he's ten, and I tell him all the time he watches all these videos. You like, should record something I, with him. I, that's what I, I was thinking. Yeah. I was I was watching and the then throwback we'll, and today, then we'll, and then I'll and then I'll produce it and upload it. I was throw I was watching the throwback today. I was like, ah, oh, it would be like great to do like a little watch. That's it, Heal Josh. That's the guy's name. Yeah, don't watch Heal Josh. This kid's he's a he's a, apparently he's a pedophile. Oh, he was like talking to underage girls and online and whatever, whatever. Oh god! But like these kids like lost their minds on the internet like and it was it took over my tiktok i was like fucking yeah where's my plus size models where's yeah. my fucking where's my where's my <laughs> don't ever disrespect me guy well, that's the that's where's the, my where's my baseball card guy you know that's the that's the that's the culture we're in i had a yeah 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 so so um yeah it's it, there's a, so, lot, a lot of nonsense wait, 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 gcw yeah so i like i said they're, they're doing big things i read something that uh shout out to kevin gill him and prazak doing a commentary yeah well what now when's when's that independent wrestler they're doing something in the city yeah I sunday think. oh is it sunday it's sunday night yeah oh, it's gonna be there yeah it's on it's on it's on fight tv and paper they made pay-per-view but the hall of fame the indie wrestler hall that, of fame thing too that i'm not sure of i know prazak's getting in as jay mentioned pre-production but i don't yeah. know if it's gonna be a thing i think him i think lufisto's going in yeah lufisto's yeah. going in. she announced that she's she's her story is, is she's been around a she's long been around time a very long time yeah. she i think she's not american so she had a visa issue Coming back to the play in the state, I think she's Canadian or something like that. Uh-huh. I don't know her whole story. I don't want to fucking label her as a as somebody who's uh, not here. But but yeah, there's a, I mean that stuff. I mean it, now it carries weight because so many eyes are on the product now. Yeah, you know. So it's like well, that, and like I said, when I came in, the whole of fame uh, is Saturday. Thank you, Matsuaka. Okay. Yeah. I I caught I came in and you guys were watching the Terminus and where it's yes and uh, you know we actually seen Santana's uh, promo where he's talking about the self made stuff. It is kind of really good to see this, where it's starting to, yeah. it's really starting to pick up some. Yes, stuff Shaylin, here. I did see it. you sent me the Shaylin sent me the putting on new Adrian Street figure. Oh, um, um, independent company. There's a couple independent companies making cool action figures. Um, what else is going on before we take a break? Ah, uh, that's that was all I had written down. I was I was really uh, you know the 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 bully Ray stuff is was interesting. I mean, I knew it would just be interesting because <laughs> because you just have a Irrational dislike for both guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe not irrational. I shouldn't say irrational. Not irrational. Not I'm just. Irrational. I'm just not emotionally invested in irrational. these guys. You know. I think. You know. Listen. I. 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 I told you. Anytime anybody can go clean up their act and fix themselves before yeah. it becomes a problem, I have all the respect in the world for you because I lost my dad. I lost my cousin. I lost a bunch of people like that. I. I think. I think. I just think it was all very calculated, though. I think he's going into business for himself. I think he has just, to be. I. Th- that's what I. Think. I mean, the book comes out. He goes into rehab. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh like, no, I was talking about Bully Ray. Oh, Bully Ray's a fucking dildo. No, okay, I thought you were talking about Moxley. No, Moxley. Bully Ray is a fucking dildo. Okay, <laughs> and I I can't believe Lagreca is still dealing with him on fucking busted open, but I guess it's a it's a deal. Yeah, you know, 
But um, no, nah, that's I, a- I don't know, man. I don't know. All right, so I'm gonna post the um the link for Discord in the chat. You guys want to? You guys want to Discord in? I, I'm sorry, I think Kevin's mad at us because we we didn't we forgot to tell him about what's going on. We're supposed to have him on the show. But Kevin, if you're still listening, we're gonna have to. Well, I'm up. I'm I'm downloading Discord. We're gonna do something different tonight. Instead of playing the commercial breaks, I'm gonna play a four minute clip of Bobby Heenan on uh, on I think it's Tuesday Night Titans, whatever it was, actually bringing Ric Flair in for yeah, the very yeah. first time. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna play that because it's so fucking dope. Um, yeah, it's it's he it's prime time wrestling. I'm sorry, not it's it's September 9th, nineteen ninety one. And Ric Flair finally makes his way to uh, WWF. And uh, so listen to this, and then we'll come back. We'll do our throwback, and then uh, maybe Skype some of you guys in. Turnbuckle throwbacks with Live on the Rant. It's Phil. It's Jay. It's Hammer. It's the chat room. And uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you for hanging out with us tonight. We appreciate you. And um, Lord Alfred Hayes ain't taking us to the break tonight. So <laughs> commercial considerate, commercial uh, is um, not tonight. Consideration is paid for by the following. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Go ahead. Play it. Things gotta run smooth tonight. The real world champion Ric Flair's on my show. He's gonna be coming through you, sir. Don't touch that belt. You nitwit, sit down, do something. Hey guys, keep busy, keep busy. Ric Flair's on my program tonight. The real world champion. You got it? Let's go. Let's get a tie that matches. What are you doing? You still working here? You're fired. Come on, come on. This way. This way. This way. Hey, hey. What are you, down that Hulk Hogan 900 number again? Or are you calling Dial-A-Day? Get to work. Do something. And you get a haircut. Drop that ponytail. Don't you own a dress? Who dresses you? The state? Put that sweater on. Cover your up. Some, 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 someplace. I'm, I'm a little nervous tonight. I want to get things to, things to be right. Nice hat. Hold that over your face. It's a very important night. Be busy. Do something. Come on, dummy. Come on. Now. It's time. Live and in living color, the greatest world's heavyweight champion in the history of this great sport. And it's my pleasure to introduce, you got it, the real world's champion, Rick Flair. First of all, let me get to a guy by the name of Roddy Piper. Because, Piper, before I get wound up on Hogan, you and I got a little short bit of business to take care of. In my absence, the greatest mind in our sport brought my World Heavyweight Championship trophy out on national television. Not to be braggadocious, not to show off, but merely to let the world know that the real world's heavyweight champion was going to be coming to the WWF. Well, lo and behold, did you think it wasn't going to happen? Did you think the greatest mind in this sport would walk out here with $75,000 worth of pure gold and blow smoke? Well, if you did, you were wrong. So, Roddy Piper... When you took off those earphones and walked from behind that desk with your cute little skirt on and walked over and spit on this and grabbed him, 
you put yourselves in permanent retirement. Because now, Piper, <laughs> you got to wrestle the real world heavyweight champion. And if you're honest with yourself, you know, Piper, you know, Piper, what the real deal is all about. What are you going to do the first time you see Mr. Piper? What? Right across the face. I'm going to hit you so hard, Piper, your skirt's going to fall to your ankles. <laughs> and then what are you going to do? Who are you going to spit on laying on your back, hot rod? Now. Excuse me, Eric. I think you should mention about how many times, how many years you challenged Hulk Hogan. Well, Unanswered. Man. For 10 years, it's been two names, Hogan and Flair. Hogan, the WWF champion, Ric Flair, the world, the real world heavyweight champion. Well, now... They don't know any better. They will. Now, let's bring this down to something that Hogan will have to understand. You don't ignore this. My name's Ric Flair, and I'm gonna burst that bubble, big man. And henceforth, big man, Hogan, wherever you walk, in any major airport, in any department store, in any hotel lobby, the question is gonna be in your face from everyone. Can you beat Ric Flair? You're gonna have to wrestle him, Hulk. I mean, Hulk, you're our hero. You're the man. And Hogan, that's when you're gonna have to look inside. You're gonna have to say to yourself, well, well, am I? I don't know. I know! I'm Ric Flair! And I'm the real world champion! I know! How about that, brain? I guess what I'm saying is, Hogan, put up or shut up! And now, here is your throwback of the week. Sponsored by the Shining Wizards Network and Rant EM Radio. All right, we're back. Termical Throwbacks. Episode 435. It's Phil. It's Hammer. It's Jay. We're and live. We're alive. We're, we're live, pal. pal. We're live, pal. We're live, pal. And we're talking about. Um, we are talking about Jul- oh, January nineteenth, nineteen hundred and ninety-two. Woo! Woo! Yeah! Yes! Yes! And it's funny because even like the the Coliseum home video cover of the of the case. Is iconic in yes, and of the itself. Poster, yeah. The yeah. poster, yeah. Anybody wants to come in on Discord? It's Turnbuckle Throwbacks five uh, pound five one five three. Um, just send me a message and I'll get you in there if I did it right. Albany, New York, the Knickerbocker Arena tagline is "Every Man for Himself." It is the fifth annual Royal Rumble, and. Uh, there was six matches contested at the event. There was one dark match like Jason will get into that in a few minutes. Six matches. It felt like 17 tag oh, matches. Oh, shut up. And uh, <laughs> and it's um and it's the first time the WWF championship. I think it's the only time, right? No. There was another one, right? If this was the Just first. Just recently uh, with Triple H one. Triple H, right. Okay. But, so this is the very first one that was actually for 
the WWF. And this is even before that the winner goes to the main event. I think that started the following year. I believe. I'm not yeah, sure. Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan on the stick. Mean Gene and Sean Mooney and Lord Alfred Hayes doing Coliseum video exclusives. Um, your ring announcer always is the Fink. Uh, as soon as you see the Fink coming out, you know you're in for a good trip. Your referees are dangerous. Danny Davis, Earl Hebner, and the late great Joey Morella. Yep. Rest in peace. Um, out of everyone who died, I miss Bobby the most. That's why I says yes. Just get to Jameson. Jam jam packed, jam packed arena in the Knickerbocker Arena. That's right. Um, Albany. <laughs> prior to the event, it was announced that the you know, the Roman, like I said, would win the title. Uh, Hogan was stripped after two controversial title switches between Hogan and the Undertaker. First at the Survivor Series, and then of course Tuesday at Texas, which we covered a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, the Taker, of course, is one of the 30 in entrants in the Rumble. On the take, Jack Tunney, President Jack Tunney, uh, gave Hogan Undertaker an advantage in a random draw to determine the order which they would enter the ring, promising him numbers between 20 and 30. Hmm. Tell me I, that's not fucking rigged. Yeah, I didn't remember that at all. And in his book, To Be the Man, and on his podcast, Woo Nation, Ric Flair does mention he did not know he was winning the Rumble until that day. Mm-hmm. He was actually in the gym working out, and Jake the Snake Roberts came and congratulated him, and he didn't know. Which is odd. Why is Jake the Snake Roberts at a gym? Is is, is the more <laughs> important question. Yeah. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. I mean, that's, I, that's why I questioned I didn't validity. say Jake was working out. I said, I, Jake, I said <laughs> Jake saw him at the, at the gym. Maybe yeah, he's picking up some trim. Ju- yeah, Maybe he's is, picking up some fucking hot. That's why I questioned the validity of the source there. It, it's Ric Flair, <laughs> dude. I don't know. We don't want to tell you. Um... You know, and Bobby mentioned in his autobiography that it was his suggestion yeah. that Flair enter number one for dramatic purposes. Vince fucking changed it to number three. Yeah, but you know what? I I agree with the number three thing, and I and I and I'll tell you why because AJ Bulldog, Styles. Well, yeah, Bulldog came out, and Bulldog and DiBiase, <laughs> and. DBS well, was gone within two minutes. All right, what's what's okay? We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll get into it. I just wanted to give you everybody a, a uh, you know. Well, the dark match is kind of an interesting side side effect, only because of the fact of what happened with Jack Tunney. Well, it wasn't Chris Chavez; it was Chris Walker, Conan Chris Walker. Oh, oh, oh! Sorry. Um, he was global wrestling teamed up with one of the South African kids, the fucking Simpson, Steve Simpson, Sean Simpson, S- Sean Simpson. Yeah, and Chris Walker. He fought the Brooklyn Brawler. That's what it was. But then Jack Tunney came out. That's what I, I read. I didn't, yeah, I didn't see the match, but I read it. Is that Jack Tunney came out, and it was believed to do that to kind of get the crowd used to Tunney and not boo him. <laughs> because Jack Tunney just took the belt away from Hogan, and they didn't want him to come out, and the crowd was kind of going to go against Tunney when, when he was going to do the announcement before the main event. So I thought that was an interesting tidbit. Of because uh, you know Jack Tunney hasn't done many uh, public appearances at this point. I, I in in arena purpose, uh, I should say. So for him to be here at the event was it was a was a pretty big deal. Absolutely. All right. So your opening contest was the new foundation, Jim the Anvil Nightheart and Owen the Rocket Heart, taking on the Orient Express, Cato who was uh, Paul Diamond. You guys mm-hmm. know him better from him and his time in, in the AWA with his partner, Pat Tanaka, who yeah. also was in his, and they were called Bad Company, yep. managed by the great Diamond Dallas Page. 
Uh, but now Paul Diamond rocks a a, a mask. Actually, his name is Thomas Bork. He's a yeah. he's Croatian. Cato. Cato. Very racist. Oh, Max Moon. <laughs> Wasn't Max Moon Conan first though? Yeah. Well, he was very very. But he was also short. Paul Diamond too. Yeah. Right. Very yeah. short t- time. Yeah. He was like he was he was Max Moon for like ten minutes, and then Vince got racist and fired him. <laughs> so he. Uh, so this match was good. This was a great opening match. Owen Hart, fucking awesome. Took a lot in this match. Yeah. In terms of what? Bump, you mean bumps? Or oh, yeah. You mean oh, like, yeah. A, like a Ricky Morton type of deal? Nah, nah, nah. nah. He Not that good. He, he, no, okay. <laughs> I, was, I was comparing the actual... Yeah. The the the, uh, the beating he took. An- not, Anvil, not, not, not the style. Not it, the, it was, what was funny was that Anvil would come in every now and then. Like he would come in, do a power move, and then go right back out. But this was the start of Bobby's just... Beautiful fucking commentary. Just making fun of making fun. He's like, "Oh, these guys must have just found out they were wrestling today." He's like, and then <laughs> Monsoon's like, "What makes you say that?" He goes, "Oh, they're still in their pajamas." <laughs> it's like just a wow. just a throwaway line, but he was just the way that he would set them up. They they the the chemistry between Bobby and, and Gorilla is just unmatchable. Yeah, um, yeah, but this was a good match. Uh, Seventeen minutes, eighteen seconds. There was a lot of working holds, though. Like, a, a lot of, they slowed it down a yeah. lot. Yeah, the mat, and you would think, like, and that's why the match went almost 20 minutes, because I think, I, you know, um, both, I mean, the Orient Express was an established tag team already, just not in a WWF. Yeah, they, know, but so they were like, in, you know, obviously, you see both teams come out, you know who's going to win, you know, and yeah. it was kind of, like I, I obviously for the pre match for the undercard, this is the best match, head and shoulders. <sighs> but um, I don't know. I, I kind of I liked I liked the matches. I'm sorry, the, especially the next match. The next match, so 48 hours prior on a Friday night, on a very cold Friday night in Springfield, Massachusetts, uh, Bret Hart legitimately had like pneumonia, like 104 yeah. fever, and walked into the arena and was sick as a dog. And they actually had him drop the title to the Mountie, of all people. Oh, um, so the Mountie... So Bret Hart was supposed to fight Roddy Piper at, at the Royal Rumble yeah. for, the, for, the, uh, for the IC title. Um, that match does happen, but just not at the Rumble. <laughs> was Bret supposed to drop it that night or just retain it? I don't... I See, see I, that's, that's a, that's a, I don't that's think a great so. question. I don't think so either. I don't yeah, think so. If you, ask, he, yeah. if you ask Piper, he say, you know, I, I'm winning it. Um... But a lot of people who were there and a lot of people who they talked to um, all agreed that that Brett was retaining the title. I believe that. That's you know? because it's... It's Brett. Yeah, let alone that. But it also plays into the the the, the figure that is Piper never winning a belt. <laughs> Rob, I like when Pat Tanaka did the Native American gimmick. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Hold on. Will you stop? Will you stop? Um. Anyway, so Roddy Piper now is is fighting the Mountie with the Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, for the Intercontinental Championship. What pisses me off, the only thing that pisses me off is the fucking match only went like five and a half minutes. Yeah. You could have took ten minutes from the fucking New Foundation match and gave it to Piper and Mountie. How about, how about you could have took 15 minutes from the fucking Bushwhackers match? <laughs> Don't get me started with that either. Oh, that that went almost fifteen minutes. Literally, yeah. almost literally fifteen minutes to, to the to the clock. Yes. Um. Uh, you know, to 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 Jacques Rougeau's credit, he is a pretty good wrestler. This gimmick was terrible. 
Yes. But was over as shit. Yes. Especially that's that previous summer when he gets arrested in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. <laughs> when he fights the boss man and NYPD takes him out and lo- puts him in a bullpen, locks him up in central booking. Yeah, I, hysterical. I've, I've actually, it's funny, the last few times we've seen the Mountie, and I was watching an uh, old Coliseum video, uh, I actually have grown to like the Mountie character. I mean, Jacques is a... a He's kind of annoying to listen to even speak because I think in and he's one of those guys that I always say about pro wrestlers is that they have that revisionist they have their view of history and it's always distorted. Um, I really I but his character he has that scowl he's just that hokey heel I fucking love it I I, I actually really enjoy his character. Uh, Piper never needed a title, but I was happy to see him win the belt. We did not need the stupid sound effect of the tickle stick. Oh, I know, without a doubt. Shaylin. Um, he, uh, but you like that tickle stick, don't you, baby? <laughs> I'm sorry, get it. I, uh, but Piper, <laughs> Piper, you know, I agree. I, I, I don't think he needed the win. Um, but this leads into the WrestleMania match. Where, to Jay's, me... Jay's favorite WrestleMania, yeah, by the way. It, it's, one is my favorite Piper match. And but it's also and it leads me to to, to ask about um, is Piper a better heel or a better babyface? Because goddamn, is he a really good babyface? So he was he was a heel longer, so he has the advantage there. One, two, his first initial face run that wasn't Georgia because he was a face down in Georgia too for a little while. Um, back in the day, but his face run here was the retirement run when he, him and Adonis, yeah, before WrestleMania three. Um, I'm gonna say heel because Piper was the first heel I saw on television as a nine year old. Yeah, well, him I, and Doctor D. David Schultz. I want to. I see. The only reason why I want to say heel too is because I just, I just, you got to go back to that time of eight, late eighty four, eighty five, where. He he didn't do anything in the ring, but he got so much heat because of his mouth, and that's heat. just unbelievable. Heat indeed, yeah. It's um, the heat. but he was such a good babyface here, and un- like for, for whatever reason, an unbelievably good babyface. So I was wondering, you you, should we hear from the Mountie? Yeah. God, he's so annoying, the Mountie. Massachusetts definitely turned out to be a shocking experience. Let me reiterate the fact that Brett the Hitman Hart went to the ring against the advice of his doctors with a 104 degree temperature. Oh, I guess he's in general hospital somewhere. And I guess me and the Mountie, I guess we better get him a get well card. But let me tell you something, baby. He's not sick with the flu. You know what he's sick from? He's sick from losing. Comments like that. Hey, I want to know something, Jack Tunney. What's the win and loss record of Piper? What gives him the right Sorry for the freezing. It's not me. To step in today on two days' notice. I should have won this match today by forfeit. But don't worry about it, Piper, because the man that I am, the champion that I am, I'm going to do to you what I did to Bret Hart. I took his pride, his integrity, and the belt away from him. You, I'm going to take your skirt, your manhood, and whatever's left, because the Mountie always gets his mind. Let's go over to Gene Oakland standing by with a challenger. Roddy Piper, I can't believe a man, the Mountie, who has held the Intercontinental 
Adult Tyler for less than 48 hours can be quite so cocky, quite so arrogant. Well, you know, you what know. we're dealing with is one of the original village people here. With his mate, Jimmy Hart, who keeps kissing the belt, leaving all that lipstick on it. I heard the money out here saying, first thing I'm going to do, pounds his chest. I don't know, hemi something. First thing I'm going to do. Says, I'm gonna take Piper's integrity. It's like Jacques Cousteau trying to find a dry spot in the ocean. I ain't got no damn integrity. You think I got so far? Second thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna take Roddy Piper's manhood. I come here to fight. I don't know what you come here to do. I come here to win two titles. I can't do that till I win the first one. I think you've been dreaming. I think it's been all wet, too. Oh, on that yeah. note, let's get... And his face after he's after he said that, Piper's face, because you know that he got Gene. He got Gene with that. Um, yeah, his his promos, um, babyface and or heel, he's, he's just the best. So I, I like this match because of the moment. But the match itself was really, I don't want to say nothing, but, you know. What do you mean? Filler? It was filler. It was just It was just enough to get the, get the belt on him. Piper probably said to Vince, like, listen, Vince, you want me to do 35 minutes in the Rumble? I'll give, I'll give Jacques five minutes. That's about it. That's, <laughs> that's what I would picture him saying, you know? So, I liked, like I said, I liked it because Piper wins, but. That's kind of where it starts and stops with me. All right. I, I enjoyed the match. I, You know, it's there was a thing where, and I talk to a lot of people who who watch this over and over again, and they say that uh, that they, the, um, the whole thing of him winning a title was appealing because he never won a championship in WWE. Yeah. You know, and... And I agree with Shaman. He doesn't. He's one of those guys that doesn't need a title no. to have to be a champion, which I, which is, which is the truth. Because just to, the, he was so popular, you know, um, and it was profound when he won the title. For me, it was as as a teenager. I'm like, wow, because again, I I never see Piper take a loss. Every time I saw Piper in person. He never got pinned. Well, and that's he and would that's, get disqualified or counted out or fucking. He would. He was just that good at what he did. You know, and that's the other side of it too. Let's look at this realistically. You know what I mean? Like you put, you put, Piper in this match. Piper's going. I ain't doing no jobs now. You know. So like he's. You know he's going into it. Uh, you know, with that mindset. Um, but truth be told, the crowd reaction from 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 it it, it was absolutely like a like a groundswell it was really really good but to me hey like i said I, you know Sorry. i i couldn't um i i liked him winning but the match piper's never had a good his good his, his best match in my opinion is the wrestlemania match with bret hart because he just put on his working shoes piper was one of those old school guys that if he was wrestling on the indies, let's just say, you know, like the old honky tonk move is just like you get one bump, kid. You know what I mean? Like, because like I I made the joke, you know, we were watching the other thing. With I was like, holy shit, Piper just took a bump. He didn't take one bump. 
this whole he was in, in in the match for 35 minutes, Royal Rumble and and uh, and the Intercontinental match. Not one bump. Piper wins the title, and now he has a chance to go for both titles. Yeah, which is another good story. Great, and it's and it was an absolute chance because he really it really did look as though like he he made it. You know, we'll, we'll talk about it during the match, but you know. That would have been looking back on it. That would have been a great thing for him. Talk about groundbreaking, winning the Intercontinental and the heavyweight belt in the same night. That would have been uh, some some good business. But you know, this match was good. I liked it. Uh, um, but uh, the next match, Jesus H Christ. Yeah. Um, so the next match on the docket is the Beverly Brothers, Bowen Blake. With the genius, Lanny Poffo, mm-hmm. Bo and Blake, the, the destruction crew, Wayne the Train, Bloom, me, Mike Enos, taking on the Bushwhackers and Jameson. Yeah. Uh, the best Jameson. line was Jameson. And this is not the first time that Bobby Heenan's used this line. Who dresses you, the state? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best line of the night. Jameson... I think worked for the company, or he was somebody in the back that you. No, he was. Uh, was what the hell was he? I forget uh, what he was. Oh, he was I'm, somebody. I'm gonna get this wrong. I'm gonna get it wrong. But I think I think Vince, one way or another, found him as a theater actor. I think he might have done like a murder mystery thing or something, and just really liked him and used him on the show. He started as Bobby Heenan's. Sidekick. He was Bobby Heenan on the sh- on the TV show. Ed McMahon. Yeah. Bobby had his own show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Vince really liked him, so he kept him along and found him, and they put him with uh, the Bushwhackers. Which, by the way, knowing what we know now with the Bushwhackers, like when they were the Sheep Herders, obviously we, they we, were fucking we, extreme. We've mentioned this a million times. How the Sheep Herders were. I never really noticed it. The until, badass teams. In the I never really noticed it until they. Uh, they had uh, someone's falling asleep over here. Are you tired, Pudding? Yeah. <laughs> We're almost done. They, uh, he, their, their gig marks on their forehead was so fucking prevalent. Mid South, unbelievable. They were probably one of the most hated tag teams in in in, in wrestling in the mid eighties. Um, they feuded with the Fantastics, the mid, uh, the Rock and Roll Express. They were fucking hated. His parents didn't want a divorce because no one wanted custody of him. How is it? Another line. another Bobby Heenan line. Yeah, uh, but. Yeah, this, and the way that the match started, I was really into it. I was really into the that Southern style, the Tracy Smothers, where they're doing a lot of crowd work. I was yeah. like, all right, this is gonna be great. And then it just fucking shit the bed right after. Jameson that. looked like a dollar store Jerry Lewis from uh, <laughs> Professor. Thank you, Shannon. Great, great. I mean, great character work on the outside, that's for sure. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah, this. The less said about this match, the better. This is just, I couldn't wait. Couldn't wait for this to be over. Yeah, this was fucking terrible. But, uh, you know, uh, Beverly Brothers win. Yeah, you get the W. Yep. Is there a more ineffective move than the battering ram from the Bushwhackers? Like, if you really look at it, like, that move is just awful. Like, the fact that you just go, wait, what's your finish? It's like, you know, it goes the Orange Cassidy kicks. Then it's got it. The next thing's got to be the battering ram from the Bushwhackers. I have to agree. <laughs> it's just awful. Yeah. So and people bought those hats. Oh yeah, they sold hats that had chew marks on them, like uh, those trucker-looking hats. They had bite marks. People bought them hats. Can we talk about also the licking of the faces? 
That's just it does not age well. Yeah, I did it as a joke when I would drink. I started drinking heavily a couple of years after this, and I would lick people's faces when I was drinking. Yeah, like Bushwhacker style. And I it's get, fun. It's I'd, funny. Well, then. I'd, I'd get slapped for it depending on who I licked. Yeah, now um, you can't do it. Dan hit hard enough. He's still breathing. <laughs> Another Bobby Heenan quote. Yep. But uh, the next man, I lo- first off, I love the promo. Uh, Road Warriors, great fucking promo. Oh yeah, and. The, you know, Hawk, uh, really talk about somebody that came into their own with the with the promos or whatever. Animal was always decent, and he's always kind of spotty. But Hawk, as time went on, was just excellent, just just a killer with it. I'm trying to cue it up. Give me one second. He, uh, you know, and it was a it was a deliberate delivery, like where. Jake's promos are are soft. Like he was, uh, Hawks was intense, but good. Ah, it was it was really it was really good stuff. I had to reset the screen, so give me one second. Oh, this is bullshit. It's bullshit. True. Yeah. Well, who's? Oh, this is another main event. Yeah. Or the Rey Mysterio. But uh, you know. I actually really I th- this match I didn't mind uh, the the Randy Orton the ending I didn't care for what is what is this show what do I, I can't find my gimmick over here main it's, event 2006 it's Triple H Rey Mysterio Randy Orton Kurt Angle John Cena it seems like it might be a eight man tag. Or a triangle tag. Because I bet you he's going to come out with Batista. Oh, no. It's 06, no. It's 06. Who's he going to come out with? Edge? Eight eight men. It might be triangle. Kurt and Ray, Cena and... Look at that young baby face Orton right there, huh? I fucking hate this computer, man. This is like the worst. Orton and... Hold on a minute. Who? Yeah, just keep talking about this shit show of a match that you have going on. But, uh... Hold on, I'm going to bring up the promo because my fucking computer is not cooperating as always. Yeah. They, uh... Because, like, even with, like, the, the natural disasters promo, all they're doing is you got Earthquake yelling into the camera. You know, he does his running in place... Burning some calories before the match, and he's just yelling into the camera. But you know, um, Hawk was like, "Sorry, Hawk." You know, it was it, to me. I just, I, I that was that was a really good moment for me. I, I just for whatever no, you're reason, right. I'm gonna play the promo. I'm trying to, I'm gonna try to find it, but this fucking computer won't cooperate. Right now, I think this is this is from. What we're watching right now is from March of 06 or... I think so, yeah. May of 06. Angle's world champ, so... Yeah. Angle's the world champ, and Cena, I think, is the other champ. Did Cena come out with a boat? Uh, yeah. I don't know. All right, here we go. I don't know. Hello. Here we go. Hello. Natural disasters challenging Hawk and Animal... The Legion of Doom for the World Tag Team Championship belt. That's right, me. Uh, I mean, I, 
I fucking hate you. As we said before, the Legion of Doom will never be closet champions. We will fix Closet champions? It's all challengers like we've done in the past. And now we got the biggest team in the World Wrestling Federation history. The natural disasters. Almost a half a ton between them. Well, that's okay with us because we're the champs and we ain't going to start losing now. Tell him, Hulk. Hulk. Well, Mean Gene, you know what makes us sick besides everything? <laughs> Typhoon and Earthquake, they make us real sick. You see, they want to throw their weight around. Well, that's okay. We want to throw your weight around, too. Yes. And when we're done with you, and we still got the belts, your tongues will be hanging out like dead deers. It's I thank you very much. Short, much. concise, right to the point. I mean, it's arguably like one of his best promos. He, I think, as time went on, he had some really good promos. Even come WrestleMania eight, when Paul Ellering came out, um, they, they had a really good promo then. But yeah, Hawk at that point was this was good, and this match was good. I, I, I this was my favorite of the undercard because I do like the story of. The, the 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 big team that you know what are they a half a ton the natural disasters and against the road warriors and the opening part of this match was really really good where you know hawk throws a drop kick to earthquake and then earthquake with some major fucking ups throws a drop kick at at the excuse me at the road warriors i thought that was excellent yeah absolutely. so i just didn't like the way this match ended either you know the disqualification i kind of get it you know, but to me, I forget how the Road Warriors lose it to Money Inc. Yeah, they lose it to Money Inc. I think, and then Natural Disasters turn babyface. That's right. But uh, Jimmy Hart, like the the MVP of this show, was was out almost on every match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, for the most part. Uh you know, but uh, this match ended in a DQ. Yeah, uh, they brought the chair in. Yeah, no. well, the United States ass is won by DQ, and they thought they won the titles, and Hawk came in with some terrible chair shots. He oh. like, he went, oh, my God, Bink. tap, yep. tap, Bink. I'm tap, you tap. Yeah. So. You're taking care of him. Yes. You know. What a but, shit uh, job having to, to bite all those hats. Oh. On Spock. Uh. <laughs> he, he went swimming in the ocean, left the ring. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they didn't yes. hit him hard enough. He's, yeah, you guys are awesome. Um. Okay, so here we go. Here we have it. The main event. Yeah. The 1992 Royal Rumble. Let's take it to some of the superstars. They kick, kick their promos and see how they're going to, who's going to win, who's not going to win, see, you know, whatever. So let's see here. And For this Coliseum video exclusive. Fucking computer me, sucks balls. How did you fare in the Royal Rumble draw? Lord Alfred, I drew number three. To a lot of people out there, they'd say, my God, what a disadvantage you're going at. But look at it like this. Your name is Ric Flair. When you're the claimant to the real World Heavyweight Championship, you know that to make everybody a believer that I've got to beat 29 other men. So I'll get number three. That means I'll be in there close to an hour. It makes no difference. When I walk out, I will be the World Wrestling Federation Champion against all odds. And that's the bottom line. That's, That's the bottom, the bottom line. line. Flair, so now back to the ringside. And now back 
to beat Gene Okerlund. This is the best part. I love that. I love this. The undisputed World Wrestling Federation champ undoubtedly will be defending that title at WrestleMania 8 in Indianapolis at the Hoosier Dome on Sunday, April the 5th. Now, we had occasion to talk to some of the participants in the Royal Rumble, even now at the 11th hour. Let's get their thoughts. Oh, yeah, the Royal Rumble. Snake the man. single greatest wrestling event and match ever in the history of the World Wrestling Federation. Competition, yeah, against 29 of the greatest wrestlers in the world. And only one man can win in the prestigious World Wrestling Federation Championship belt. I've won it before. I've been there before. I've been to the top of the mountain. And I'm going back. I'm going back this afternoon. Two things I want to accomplish this afternoon, yeah. Number one, sometime I want to get my hands on the Snake Man. And the other thing is, yeah, yeah, I want to once again be the World Wrestling Federation champion. Oh, yeah. Dig it. See, it is this simple. The man who is standing last in the Royal Rumble will be the World Wrestling Federation champion. It's like he so talks with his I teeth ask you to on purpose. Do yeah. is open your eyes. It will hit you in the head like a shot. Like a shot. For you are looking at the man that is superior to all. You are looking at the next World Wrestling Federation. Russian champion, you are looking at Sid Justice. Justice. Hey, psst. come here. Come <laughs> closer. You know, one of the biggest thrills in my life is when I get to take something. And today, I got the opportunity to take the biggest prize ever from 29 of the best wrestlers in the World Wrestling Federation. And you know something? Wouldn't it be just great? The World Wrestling title right around World Wrestling my title. Waist, the repo, man. Oh, what a thrill. Because remember, what's mine is mine. And what's yours is mine, too. <laughs> the last time the British Bulldog was in a match like this, was in the Royal Albert Hall in London, England. My in London, turn. England. Hello. You're fucking, what a thrill. You fucking know it. was for me to dispose of 19 other opponents over the top rope and stand victorious in the hallowed halls of the Royal Albert Hall. But what a bigger thrill it's going to be this afternoon when the British Bulldog steps in the Royal Rumble and disposes of 29 other opponents and gets the World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Championship belt around my waist. That will truly be a Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. They say you can't always get what you want. There we go. I've always been able to get what I need. This afternoon, the World Wrestling Federation Championship belt is on the line. For 29 other men, it's going to be a a big disappointment. Now, I would never disappoint myself. You ought to don't mind. And Savage, 
Believe me when I tell you, I'll be waiting for you. Yeah, I'll save some for you. And I'll have just enough left to walk out with that title around my waist. Beautiful thing me. of beauty. It's an absolute thing of beauty. You're looking at the next World Wrestling Federation champion. You're looking at the man who rocks the cradle. Man, man on the wall. <laughs> oh, today we find out who's the fastest of them all. We're at the Royal Rumble and 30 of the greatest World Wrestling Federation superstars gather today to find out who is the man for four months. I've called myself the real world champion. So for me, there's no back door. But remember, boys, and that's to all 29 of you, I've lived one way and one way only, and that's with the belief to be, you have to beat the man. And today at the Royal Rumble, I am the man. Woo! Oh, what a busy afternoon is going to be at my funeral parlor. 29 hearses have already been prepared. 29 bodies. 29 Where do you get the money for 29 hearses? He was a funeral top. director. He was, but you know who's got this that kind of money? Carnage. Listen, you're a funeral director. You, a ain't got, you ain't got that kind of money. It's a lucrative business, Jay. World Wrestling Federation heavyweight champion. You know something, Hulkamaniacs? Later on this afternoon, we get to prove a point that no one else could prove except us, man. You know what I'm saying, and dude? Given afternoon, <laughs> we're going to prove to the whole world the power of Hulkamania. Listen we're here, Sid Justice Jack. We can beat all 29 Jack. other superstars <laughs> in the World Wrestling Federation to get our WWF title back. Oh, yeah. Winning the Royal Rumble is one thing. The most prestigious event in the WWF. But when you add the WWF title... I don't know if you don't realize this, guys. But I've been a heel my whole entire career, dude. This is our cup of tea. Just been been a cover-up for me to tell you to say your prayers, eat your vitamins. But it's just like always. We're always getting cheap-shotted by one of our so-called friends. I'm going to come in. I'm going to rake your back. I'm going to rake your eyes, dude. But this is our cup of tea. And in the Royal Rumble, we're going to prove that Hulkamania reigns supreme. But to all those people in Titan Tower in the WWF offices, don't worry about The Undertaker or Jake the Snake stealing that belt, man. Me and my little holsters have a special battle plan for the Royal Rumble. And what you going to do when Hulk Hogan and his little Oh, God. All right, Jay. You ready? Ham is already sleeping. Look at him. That's all right. This fucking guy. Um, this, uh, listen, Royal Rumble match-wise, it's, I really have to go through my Rolodex. I was a big fan of 97. I was a big fan of 97. Um, 90, uh, what was the one with No Chance in Hell, 99? The story there was really, really good. A little bit hokey, a little bit outlandish with Vince and Austin. But um, for a match itself, it this is very hard to beat. You ain't lying. This is hard to beat. This is definitely, the, the for me... Best Royal Rumble match. Yes. In this, I mean, my one of my favorites was um, 
Oh my God! When did they do it back in the garden? John Cena made his return. Was that two thousand nine, eight? No, oh five. No, no, I was definitely living in Queens when he came back. I think. Oh, when they did WrestleMania at the Garden, or, or no, the they Royal did the Rumble. Royal Rumble. Oh, that was oh eight. Oh eight, yeah. yeah, that was one of my favorites as well. Um, the two thousand two is one of our favorites as with yeah. Triple H, but this one is very, very hard. Um, let me let's give let's do the participants first. Yeah. Um, we know about Ric Flair, British Bulldog, Teddy DiBiase, Colonel Mustafa, El Matador, Greg Valentine, Haku, who replaced Jerry Sags. Brian Nobbs. Brian Nobbs, I'm sorry. Which, that's an interesting story. Did you know why? He got arrested, right? Yeah, that's when he got, no, that's when he got stabbed. He got stabbed, right? And then Marty Jannetty was hurt, and he was replaced by, um, Nikolai Volkov. Haku, Hercules, the Hulks, the IRS, Jake Roberts, Jerry Sags, Jim Duggan, Jimmy Snuka. I mentioned Nikolai Volkov, Randy Savage, Repo Man, Rick Martel, who who for, who had the record at that point of being the longest participant in the Royal Rumble. Roddy Piper, Sergeant Slaughter, Shawn Michaels, Sid Justice, Skinner, uh, the Barbarian, the Berserker, the Bossman, uh, Torna- Texas Tornado, Taker, the Warlord, who was last, and yeah. Virgil. Yep. 62 minutes and two seconds. Yep. Let's break it down. The Bulldog eliminates DiBiase. The Bulldog eliminates Jerry Sags. The Bulldog eliminates Haku. Repo Man eliminates Nikolai Volkov. Repo Man eliminates Greg Valentine. Big Boss Man eliminates the Repo Man. Rick Flair eliminates the Bulldog. Rick Flair eliminates Texas Tornado. El Matador and Shawn Michaels eliminate each other. Hercules eliminates the Barbarian. Um, the boss man eliminates Hercules. Ric Flair eliminates the boss man. Undertaker eliminates Jimmy Snuka. Savage eliminates Jake Roberts, obviously, for storyline purposes. R- Randy Savage eliminates Colonel Mustafa. Hulk Hogan comes in, eliminates Undertaker. That was a that was a nice moment. Hogan comes in, gives the big boot, throws Taker out. Hogan then does the back body drop elimination to the Berserker. Huss, Huss, Huss. <laughs> Nord the Barbarian. Nord the Barbarian. Jim Nord. Another Minnesota product. Jim Duggan and Virgil eliminate, eliminate each other. Uh, Rick Martell eliminates Skinner. Sid Justice eliminates comes in eliminates Sergeant Slaughter. Piper eliminates IRS. Piper's been there for a minute, too. And then at this point, Flair breaks uh, Martell's record of over 40 minutes, almost Absolutely. an hour. Um, Sid Justice eliminates Rick Martell and Piper. And then the final. Let's play the final couple of minutes of this match. Right now. Winning the Intercontinental title earlier on from the Mountie. Oh, oh, look at this. Oh, Justice just got rid of the Bulldogs. Piper and Martel. Who's left now? It's Hulk. Bobby Heenan was beside himself the whole match. Uh, this isn't fair to Flair. Wrestling Federation champion. It's Justice and Savage. Justice just watching. 
Flair once again hooking that bottom rope and looking from behind. Oh, Justice got rid of Hall. There you go. And that's your. Listen to that crowd. to Mean Gene Orkeland and on the take Tony with Mr. Perfect and the new undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, the real world's champion, the Reggie Park wing title yep. goes to the Nature Boy. All right, by virtue of winning the Royal Rumble, we have a brand new World Wrestling Federation champion as the press watches on at this time to present the title belt to the new champion, our president, the distinguished Jack Tunney. Congratulations, Ric Flair, on becoming the undisputed champion of the World Wrestling Federation. Let me just say, after Vera distorting the belt, they're proclaiming the real world champion. I'm going to tell you all, with a tear in my eye, yep. this is the greatest moment in my life. When you walk around this world and you tell everybody you're number one, the only way you get to stay number one is to be number one. And this is the only title in the wrestling world that makes you number one when you are the king of the WWE. You rule the world. Think about it like that, Mr. Perfect. Guys, Let's give a big one. Woo! <laughs> I was never so impressed with anything I've ever seen in all my life. He went out there for over 60 minutes, never took a back step, took it to Hogan, took it to The Undertaker, took it to whoever got in that ring. That's why he is, hey, and Bobby, call now, the real world heavyweight champion. We're not the kind of guys that say, we told you so, but we told you so. so. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Forgot that. It's the greatest moment of my life. I want to jump. I want to party. But I got to tell you like this. For the Hulk Hogan's and the Macho Man's and the Pipers and the Sids. Now it's Ric Flair. And y'all pay homage to the man. Woo! <laughs> I love it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up. We hope you have enjoyed your Royal Rumble. <laughs> beautiful, absolutely beautiful. <laughs> that, like I said, there, there, there's a few, quite a few 
Well, I should say not Put quite a few. Put that cigarette out. Well, let alone that. <laughs> There's some moments in this match that it was just... First thing that stuck out to me, obviously, is is Flair. Flair was just in his element. Yes. Um, I think there's no better way to to display him uh, than in that fashion of having him go pillar to post, go go from the whole area, and and yeah, like he he cowered a little bit, but didn't cower a lot. He took it to everybody, and, and that was excellent. I, I, that's the way that you put somebody over. You don't put him, you don't put him over by um, changing his name. You don't put him over by getting beat right away, getting thrown out right away. Um, what I did like was the few callbacks to old, you know, Jim Crockett, WCW, with Flair and Flair and Piper, Flair and Valentine, you know, um, Flair and Barbarian. You know, there was a few. There's quite a few things that I, I really enjoyed. So that I liked. And the second thing that really stuck out to me was Jake the Snake. Uh, he was excellent. Uh, I thought, yeah, he was great. Savage was great. He was excellent in the f- in the fact of, and it didn't. I and w- when Gorilla mentioned it, I just thought it was part of the part, like he was just saying it. But then the next time the buzzer went off, you can watch Jake's reaction. He would look to the, he would look to the IOA every time it went off. It's those small little things and his movement inside the ring. And he he him and DDP just came out with a new podcast. Yeah. Uh I I only listened to the one episode about uh Jake and WCW cuz I thought I thought it would be an interesting topic. There's not much there and it's not really like a podcast like you would think like that. They they were I enjoyed it. You know, Jake talked about his sobriety and and all that stuff. But Jake in 92 if he was if he was straight would have been unstoppable. He inside that ring, everything he did just looked unbelievable. He makes mention of that on I believe on Austin's podcast. Um, a while back, a couple of years ago, when he was on Austin's podcast, that he, uh, you know, he admitted that in certain times of his career, if he was in his right mind, he would have been unstoppable. Th- the problem too with the times that this all happened was there was so much going on that maybe he would have got lost in a shuffle, depending on how he was booked. Yeah, right. So it it it, it plays on you, and it's a great that's a great. Well, he point. said he said he, he so what he said on the podcast and I and I was I you know I meant to look it up and I forgot was um during this time it couldn't be too much longer after this because Pat Patterson and Terry Garvin were both there was that whole scandal Right, right, right. With yeah. Pat Patterson. Yeah, of course. Alleged scandal. I Alle- say. Alleged. Yes, alleged. Uh supposedly it was said from uh, from what Jake said that he was supposed to get the Pat Patterson spot, where Jake wanted to be more behind the scenes. He wanted to create, and clearly, once again, if he was straight, it would have been an, an absolute shoe in, an absolute fit for it. But then, supposedly, he said Vince told him that they didn't, in respect to Pat, they didn't want to fill the spot. Which Jake says that's bullshit. That means. P- 
Patterson's still on the payroll. He's still working. You're just not right. publicizing. Hundred percent. Which is probably what it was. Probably, probably accurate. But Jake went to then he he went to WCW and whatever he went to Mexico after that and and but at this point. Especially at this at this point inside the ring, you could see him interacting with other guys, interacting with Flair. There was there would have been so much meat on that bone for him to do stuff. Once again, you could put him in with the Piper where he doesn't need to win. No, yeah, hundred percent. But he needs to be featured, and he was inside the ring too. He he was crisp, and I and I was one thing that stuck out to me as well. So, your yeah. thoughts? No, no, it. Seriously, it, it it was just it was fun, and every time I watch this, I get I get excited and I start. And there's so many people that we lost in this yeah. in this match too. Yeah, like if you look at this list of of of, of contestants, I'll tell you right now, Bulldog, um, what do you call it? Uh, Texas Tornado, mm-hmm. um, Hercules, Bossman, um, Snooker, Savage, um, who else? Here? Piper. Piper, and I think that's it. But, but you, but I mean, you, there's, I don't know. I love it. It's the best one. And be, and being a, uh, in high school, I was I was junior junior in high school, almost a senior. Just seeing Flair come up, yeah, north and win it was like the biggest deal in the world for me. Yeah, and and you know? and, and how how like you said, like I was saying, like how else to put him over. Put him in that conversation. No, it was perfectly done. And we and and we had a little, you know, there was a little square off where Flair was able to to, to work with everybody. You know, he was he was starting to he was he was fighting with Savage and during the match he was fighting with Hogan when Hogan came out during the match. You know, so there was a lot of stuff to to do there. I still call bullshit. I still call bullshit with the whole Flair Hogan thing. No, they weren't drawing. I don't Flair, know. Flair recently said it on his podcast. I, I know, I, I know, just, I know, I know. That's that, that's. But it could, but what he's saying does make sense. Like you, you're gonna, you, you can't put Flair in New York City. Expect expect, expect him to. to they draw. did it, it. They did it with Crockett. They brought him to markets that they didn't draw in California yeah. and some of the places out west. But they if did the same thing has happened done into, with Crockett. correctly, you tell the story. You have a syndicated television show on superstars. You can tell. Yeah, the you don't have to tell stories story. in house shows. You could tell the story. Don't give me this bullshit. To me, that's a political move I agree. by 100%, Hogan. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And you know, Hogan. Hogan towards the end that that you know the final four. Where was it? Piper the final four or, or Savage? It was Savage. One, but a hell, by the way, a hell of a final four. One of these is not like the other. Sid yeah, vicious. of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, the crowd went ape shit when when Hogan got dumped over, and you know, it's funny how time can do a funny thing because like at the time, you're like, oh my god, Hogan's eliminated, and then he's pulling Sid Justice over the top, and that's such a fucking heel thing to do. And at the time, he's the biggest baby face in the world. Like no one, no one's looking at it that way, um, you know. And Hogan, Hogan, w- once again, for his what he's done in this business is unstoppable. But he's, but like I said, I think he was always supposed to be a heel. I think he was always supposed to be a heel. And Flair, his his 
storytelling and the way that he talks about it is correct. I think he should be proud of that. Um, courtesy of the sportster.com, these are nine things you probably didn't know about the Royal Rumble. Number nine, uh, Ric Flair makes all kinds of history. He's the first guy to win the NWA and WWE title. Buddy Rogers had both championships, but he was handed the WWF title, which yeah. made Flair win his in the ring. This was Hogan, number eight. This was Hogan's last Rumble. Okay. Yeah, after he cheated to justice out of that win. Heel Hogan. Heel, <laughs> heel Hogan. Heel Hogan. Um, number seven, Jack Tunney, first heel authority figure. 100%. I agree. Um, Tunney, Tunney strips Hogan for the title. They didn't yep. run back. Yep. And then was portrayed as a babyface. He was still booed in Albany. So. <laughs> anyway. Um. The Brooklyn Brawler tried to cheat during his dark match, and Tony came out and reversed the decision. Yeah. So, poor guy still got booed. We mentioned Brian Nobbs and Marty Jenny missing the show. Brian Nobbs was stabbed. Uh, Marty Jenny, of course, got barbershop windowed. The week, the week prior. The week prior. Tried running away from Sean. So, Nikolai Volkov and Haku took over for that. Um, and then, number five... One of the major reasons why the match is heralded was because some of the psychology implemented, like Jay said, yeah. Jake Roberts, um, Piper, and 15 future Hall of Famers were in this, not to mention championship. It was, it, and, and that's what it is, too. It's the, the way that it was stacked. Yeah. You know, with, 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 the, with the competitors. It was yeah. just... Uh, number four, Bret Hart was trying to leave. Prior to the event, the hitman reportedly seeked out other options for himself and was looking to WCW. He was to debut on a Clash of the Champions with the IC title. <laughs> he never admitted to it, but Brett has definitely spoken about exploring his options. Yeah. Um, number three, Piper doing double duty was the first ever to do that. Number two, Flair winning was Bobby Heenan's idea. We mentioned that as well. Well, and like I said, because it, it's... it's it makes a lot more sense for him to come out, maybe not at one, but have him come out at three, three to five. And like you said, because it tells that story, and, and Gorilla said it multiple times. Yeah. No one between the, the numbers one through five have ever won. Yeah. And number number one, Sid Justice the Hero. As the final three men in the ring, the WWF title came down to two former horsemen and the immortal <laughs> one. As Hogan tried to dump and flare out, Sid stepped in, eliminated the Hulkster, much to the delight of the crowd in Albany. However... In subsequent viewings, the WWE edited the footage of of, to try and show Sid getting booed for his actions. Yep. On on once the network debuted, the WWE network, the original footage was put back clearly to hear the Sid the pop that Sid got. Yeah. It was so, it, it and like it said, I mean and this must have been when, like you said, they started doing the U turn and you know, we'll we'll talk about it more next week with the throwback where this is where it gets interesting. For me, because the road to Jay's WrestleMania, because because it's uh, it's a fascinating story, bec- and Hogan uh, Flair Savage is such a great match, yeah, and a great storyline, yeah. But they shoehorned it in there. They like they filed down the edges. Ah, oh, this is good enough. Right, right, it right, c- right. You could have told such a more, uh, such a much broad story. Yeah. Yes, of course. And and the same with the the Sid Justice and Hogan stuff. So I can't wait to get into that next week. Let's get out of here. Yep. We thank you guys for hanging out with us live. This guy's out fucking half hour ago. We lost him. He had a rough <laughs> he had a rough day at the office. Podcast isn't for everybody. Yeah, it's not. Definitely not. He's a, and he, you would think he's been doing it since he's fucking seven years old. <laughs> um, thank you guys for hanging out with us live. We appreciate it. Hopefully we'll have a surprise for you next week. We're very excited. So I'm not getting too excited yet, but hopefully we will. Um, but you're in a throwback for next week. 
Jay, any, any closing words? No, that'd be it. All right. Good night, guys. We love you all. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you very much. Take a night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. <laughs>